0: On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if the teen team of Gen V still teams with bad dialogue, if the Doom Patrol can sing as well as every other show that's ever had a musical episode, and if everyone from Loki is still alive. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What is up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only podcast that covers every live-action TV show based on a comic book. I am your master of chaos, Ryan, and I am here with Mikey Cassie, Caitlin. I am here with McKenna, who's holding a knife, a, uh, wearing an apron covered in blood, And uh, tattoos that say Mike, Cassie, and Caitlin, and then all of their names are crossed out. What? Uh, uh, This is a Halloween costume, yes?
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Completely unrelated to the fact that you will not hear any of them throughout this whole show. This is just just for funsies.
0: Those very realistic-looking Cassie, Mike, and Caitlin heads that you're holding. Also part of the Halloween costume.
1: I am very good and very dedicated in my Halloween costume, and I feel like I have made it known on the show that my goal is to just really take over. Uh-huh. What better way than to show me standing with all of their heads and not their bodies?
0: Uh, you say that they're props; they stink like corpses. So
1: th- authenticity.
0: Yeah. Um. I. This is a podcast. I don't know why you needed to make them <laughs> smell. What did you use to make these smell so bad? Well, uh, the Mike you know head what? you probably didn't have to do anything to.
1: No, no. Mike head, uh, it just honestly seemed to embody the essence of Mike uh, and just automatically got an odor.
0: Because that guy smells it's, like shit. It's strange.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it knew. As soon as I started creating a Mike head, it was like, oh, I must just start to reek. Honestly, I just stored the casting and Caitlin head with the Mike head for a couple of hours, and that's all it took.
0: You know, I was once on a uh, plane flight with Mike. It was a seven-minute plane flight. We flew from um, San Diego to Oceanside, mm-hmm. and uh, I smelled worse than I ever had. I wasn't even sitting next to him. He was just on the same plane. That guy fucking stinks. Um, yep. McKenna, why don't we do this? Why don't we make this a shorter show? Not just because uh, our compatriots aren't here, but because I sort of don't think that those are props, and <laughs> I'm worried about who's
1: next. Starting to starting to fear for your life. That's probably smart. Yeah. It's probably smart. A little less time.
0: Um. We both have been throwing up all day, not on each other. Um, we both have sick children. Uh, Cassie, Caitlin, and Mike are not dead, according to you. No. They're fully alive, yes? Fully
1: alive. Completely healthy. Maybe not so healthy, but fully alive.
0: Can I ask you this? Um, Their three names on your arm crossed out. Are those your first three tattoos, or do you have others?
1: I have other contractually, I'm not allowed to speak about them. Right. Um, Simply due to investigations that are currently going on. Mm. I, I don't want to, you know, touch on it too much, but I, I used to be a part of a lot of podcasts. Unfortunately, I'm just not anymore.
0: Podcasts, I don't know why? podcasts that involved you creating other quote unquote props. Yes. That look like dead bodies.
1: That look like dead bodies. Yeah.
0: Cool. This is, this is going to be fun for me. Um, If you can't hear me, it's because I'm dancing around, probably avoiding butcher knives. Is that your weapon of choice, would you say?
1: Butcher knives are my go-to. I always found that they're just a little more handy. Axes get a little heavy Mm -hmm. after a while. And when you're carrying three heads,
0: you don't want a heavy weapon. Do you know what I would use if I was carrying Mm. three heads? Three heads. Imagine getting murdered by three heads. Just Just, fucking
1: constantly
0: taking somebody's head out with three other heads.
1: Who needs a bar of soap and a sock when you've just got some decapitated heads?
0: (laughs) Or, I mean, is there a sock? Maybe a stocking, a Christmas stocking, jam three heads in there, hit somebody with it.
1: That might need, I may need to change some tactics.
0: Uh, Or you could shrink them.
1: Could I shrivel them up?
0: Beetlejuice style?
1: Like dehydrate some heads?
0: Like jerky? (laughs) (laughs) Let's get a meat jerkin' machine. Um, and then shrivel those up. Uh, like the guy at the end of The Jungle Cruise, which I'm sure was taken out for cultural insensitivity at this point.
1: Probably. I hope probably. so.
0: Uh, the Jungle Cruise <gasps> taught me everything I need to know about cultures. Uh, but We have an exciting show tonight. We uh, are going to make this a quick one because of all of the dead people. We are going to talk about new episodes of Loki, Doom Patrol, and Fear the Walking Dead. But before all of that, there was an episode of Gen V this week called... Jumanji? Are you a Jumanji person?
1: I am a Jumanji. Okay. Can I call myself a Jumanji person if I've only seen the OG Jumanji, or do I have to see the reboots to be a Jumanji person? Oh,
0: I think that if you've seen the reboots, then you cannot call yourself a Jumanji person.
1: Good. Alright, then I am truly a Jumanji person.
0: Can I call myself a Jumanji person if I've seen no Jumanjis and I've only seen Zathura, the one that takes place in space?
1: You can call yourself an obscure... Yeah, I've also seen there but uh, I I think you're Jumanji adjacent. Okay, you're you're uh, alt universe Jumanji.
0: I, uh, so me a alt universe uh, Jumanji person, and this straight up OG Jumanji person. We'll be right back with Gen V. <laughs> On this week's episode of Gen V, Marie, Andre, and Jordan go on an adventure through Kate's mind, and sometimes Jordan's mind, to get some answers to the questions that have just been keeping us up at night. Oh, Gen V. Oh, Gen V. Why do you keep us up at night with these unanswered questions? Shetty is bad. Kate is fucked over a lot. Kate fucks her soldier boy pillow a lot. Luke probably got brain wiped until he went crazy and Jordan screwed over Luke to become Brinks right-hand person. Taste Mac, I ask you this, did any of these reveals make Gen V a more interesting show?
1: If anything, I think they just kind of made them feel a little more repetitive. Um, explain. I so I complained last episode. My problem with Gen V is it feels like the entire characters are made up of their trauma mm-hmm. and no nothing else. And so all of these reveals just emphasize their trauma more. <laughs> so I do... No, I don't think these reveals made the show, at least from my perspective, more interesting.
0: So you also... Um, I did listen last week. And you this was... Uh, last week was also your first dabbling with Doom Patrol, yes? Yes. And uh, you had... Doom Patrol Paul on and you guys um, talked a lot about how Doom Patrol is all about the trauma do, does this even does it? Do, so does this make Gen V sort of Doom Patrol light or is that even too complimentary to call Gen V Doom Patrol light
1: I think it's a bit too complimentary because I think with Doom Patrol the creators know I guess how to like step back from their own desires Gen V it doesn't feel like they know like how to? It feels like they're too close to the puppet strings. Like they just have too much control over the show. Doom Patrol doesn't p- feel like there's any
0: control, just <laughs> right? Chaos run. But that's a good way to put it for Gen B because there are, of course, literal puppets. Because it's so <laughs> wacky. Yeah, it it's just so wacky. Um But yeah, I I sort of get what you're saying because Doom Patrol at least feels like that. Even though this is never the case, but it feels like they do the thing where we just created the characters. And then we let the characters cook, right? Yeah. We're just typing down what the char- we think the characters are doing. As opposed to Gen V, which is so on strings, like you said. Mm-hmm. Like, we're so closely with, uh, have grips on these action figures. And they're doing the jokes that we want them to do.
1: Yeah. And I do, I will say, I don't have a perfectly accurate representation of doom patrol because i know everyone was complaining that one character kind of repeated his same mistakes every single but this is my first time jumping in season four so like it didn't feel right. repeated for him to be like i should just die like i don't deserve it. so there might be some you know too much gripping of the of the puppet strings there i but mean
0: eeyore has done that for years and we love eeyore
1: exactly it never gets old with him so um but yeah gen v i mean we're only what five episodes in
0: this, this is six, yeah. So and six we episodes have in. we have two left. Um, let's sort of the other thing too is that like this show was trying to be sort of a what we call a mystery box, kind of like uh, Lost will, or Lock and Key is one of our shows that tried to do it. Of like every time we answer one question, we ask six more, and that's sort of what intrigues us. But now here's episode six, and you have watched most of these episodes. Yeah. This is a little early to just start knocking We've these questions, the big right?
1: Bad. We've already got who's manipulating or working with the big bad. We've already got these like all of the characters are vulnerable. Yeah, there's not
0: So I feel like this is the worst of both worlds where like not only was I not engaged by any of these questions, but also uh I feel like you answered them too quickly anyway.
1: Yeah, what are we gonna work towards for the last two episodes? I had a realization after last week's episode that I wanted Gen V to be the boys meets, like, a Sex Lives of College Girls. Uh-huh. I wanted it to be The Sex lean Lives in... of
0: College the Boys.
1: Yes, exactly. I wanted it to lean into the, like, stupid, <laughs> dumb decisions you make in college, but also throw superpowers at it. Right. And the... Yeah.
0: Yeah, and this is just too serious by half, if I'm using that phrase correctly, and too dumb by double. But I, I the problem is that I don't... I think that the dumb... Is not intentional. You know, the they dumb. They don't realize they're being dumb. Right. The dumb is coming from the seriousness that they're trying to do. The I would say that the best scene from this episode is when Soldier Boy comes. And it's not just because I'm a boys fan and I, I got to see a bully, but um, that this is dumb on purpose. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this is a um, broad, cartoony scene where they're making jokes that feel appropriate about how dumb Soldier Boy is, about how girls will uh, find the biggest beefcake to masturbate to, and Mm -hmm. boys will talk about girls' masturbation in the uh, most horrible ways. But the way that the show tries to be serious and tackle the problems of teens has been awful from the start.
1: Yeah, I I agree. The Soldier Boy moment was the absolute best, and I think that was the most engaged I was the whole whole episode. When it should have been moments where like big reveals were happening, like um, gosh, is it Shetty? Yeah, Shetty. Doctor Shetty's like, okay, let's unleash this viral virus on all of them that leads to them dying. That should have been a big aha moment, but you really you knew it was coming. Yeah. For ages, and it just didn't feel earned, and it didn't feel shocking, and it also didn't make me want to watch more.
0: Exactly. And in fact, I want to watch less because, not just because the show's not great, but because I feel like you've taken out all of the reasons why I would continue to watch. Like, the next week's episode is going to be previously on, and it's like, uh, everything was answered, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, what is the reason? There's a point where Jordan... And you could tell by the camera work how important this is. Jordan comes, in, there in the woods in somebody's mind, and Kate's or Jordan's or somebody's, and he's, he walks in the hallway and he sees an open door, and he's like, <gasps> and the camera spins around, and uh, Andre and Marie are like, what, what is it, what is it, what is it? What... Go look to see what it is, guys. Like, yeah. we all want to know what it is. And then it's, it's Sam and Luke exchanging blood or whatever, and it's just not as big of a deal as the show wants us to think. It may not be as bad as B-15 saying the timelines were wiped out or whatever. Like nothing will (laughs) ever be as bad as that. Thousands
1: of lives dying instantly.
0: (laughs) But it's, it's, it's nowhere near as important as the show wants us to think it is. Uh, Let's talk about the other, the B plot, which is Cricket and Sam and their little true romance. They're uh, fucking in a movie theater, which uh, I think is hot, but uh, is Cricket the best character on the show? Yeah. Did you go th- you have to go through all the characters?
1: I had to think about it for a minute and like remember yeah, absolutely. She also seems the most real? Yes. I want to say like she authentically actually seems like a teenager. In as, the first like, episode she was
0: like, "Oh, you're hurt. I have vodka and Goldschlager and weed and cocaine." And like it was a little much, but now I feel like she's the most grounded.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she feels grounded. She also just feels like her reactions are like i i do think some people might say like not real but like you find out you're being like fucked over by someone you thought was afraid of everything go bang the guy that you want to bang like that just seems you know
0: and yeah. as uh, as somebody who is friends with the friends that you have that's something you're used to is just getting fucked over all the time being lied to manipulated mm-hmm. like that's, that's you're common. used to that yeah
1: yeah that, that's the that's a Tuesday.
0: <laughs> the uh, the big reveal at the end was that they've created a soups disease and is this, this is what we've been leading to for six episodes?
1: Apparently, I feel like maybe they're fooling us all maybe this is a distraction technique and they're actually working on to, but we're so close to the end that it's too close to introduce something bigger, make it pull, they have them pull it off but man, it was that a letdown
0: yeah, I love your optimism. I love, like, what well, could be something else, maybe? Did you notice, though, that um, when Shetty saw the disease that only attacks soups, she stepped back and didn't come yeah. closer? Yeah, so, she,
1: is it contagious? And they're like, oh, no, only the soups. But she did not move.
0: She didn't move. Whatsoever. So Shetty, maybe that's there's a clue there. Like, she is a soup, and her power is she can turn into sheds she can store tools she
1: can yeah she can store two tools and just become a you know a tool I do think she is a soup I think she can not be manipulated by other soups because she Man. openly hugs uh, and holds the hands of uh Kate,
0: Kate. I <laughs> I love where like they're like um there was some day at some point at God you where they were like okay so you. Your superpower is that your arm turns into uh, hash browns. Cool. You're a lawnmower. Cool. Um, you can turn into fire. Cool. Oh, you can change the thoughts of people and you can make them think whatever you want. Uh, hold on to this one, please. We're yeah. going to use the shit out of this student as much as possible.
1: This student is now obviously just a, a tool for us. No longer a student. Just uh...
0: Yeah, and there was a montage of them like, Get Kate. Uh, we need Kate. Let's get Kate. Can we bring <laughs> oh, Kate here, please? Oh, something's going
1: wrong. Kate's Kate. Kate's nearby, right?
0: <laughs> uh, can you call Kate? Let's text Kate, please. Uh, last week, um, you guys did this in the poll list, but um, Mike talked about Sam and the puppets. Yeah, um, and
1: a Thirty Rock reference.
0: And a Thirty Rock reference. Do the puppets work better here when Sam is fucking one, and then um, <laughs> the
1: hand on the like the, uh, the Titanic. A... Yeah.
0: The Titanic, Titanic reference of the hand on the glass having sex mm-hmm. and then rubbing the hand down is was that super sexy? Was that did that work better?
1: I it, you know is sexier than the Titanic scene
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because obviously yes.
0: <laughs> did uh, um did Sam paint her like one of his French puppets?
1: I hope so. But do you use a normal size couch or do you use a puppet size couch?
0: These are the questions. Yeah. Um, this is this is where like the the creators of the boys are like, What is a weird thing we have not done today? What it like let's spin the wheel of weird uh mm-hmm. puppets. All right, let's throw it in.
1: I think it's also a scene where they think it's gonna be funnier. Like I think they think this is going to be that like desperately needed comedic relief between all of the trauma and the heaviness and the death. And it's funny. But it doesn't – because they sprinkle it in so extreme on one end and then they go back to the extreme on the other end. It's not touches of dark humor here or there. I just don't think they're ever going to attain that, you know, balance. balance.
0: Yeah. And, like, the balance is necessary. It's just that it, sometimes you aim for balance and you have bad. And mm-hmm. I, I want to be clear that, like, I – did not enjoy the first two episodes. I I think I was pretty adamant about that. This is a huge jump up. This episode was far more uh, competent than those two episodes. This was still not good.
1: This was the first episode that as soon as... So I, I mentioned... I've only started watching this because my husband turns it on once the episode is released and I just sit on the couch watching other things on my iPad or um, like doing other activities. I've even graded through this show because it does not pull my focus enough to pull me away from a student's essay. Um, this was the Which, first episode. I mean,
0: that's the lowest thing you could say yeah. in the show.
1: Especially when you're reading 42 essays on the same exact topic. Like anything. I have watched a fly for an extended period of time to avoid grading an essay. Um, this episode was the first one that like, once it kind of started, I, I put down everything else that was distracting me and I did actually watch it all the way through.
0: Cause none of the reveals were that revolutionary, but at least there was a, I don't know, there was a through line. They were walking in a straight line. Um, and uh, even if this, this reveal that we were on wasn't great we knew that there was another one coming up i don't Mm -hmm. know how we got from kate's mind to jordan's mind i don't know how that works maybe that will be explained later
1: because jordan yeah yeah, you know
0: yeah um let's get to moments of the week did anything stand out more than anything else
1: uh so i was scrambling when i remembered that i had to come up with a moment of the week and um i thought of it just before we started recording and you kind of already mentioned it um it's when soldier boy pops up in the dream um it's that moment i think my favorite part of it is that he goes straight from talking about how he's basically a sex toy to being amazed that he becomes a villain Mm -hmm. in the real world that little surprise which come on dude you didn't see that coming (laughs) but uh (laughs) yeah just the the extremity of being like you know she the pillow of me all this stuff and then i'm a bad guy there's no way i'm soldier boy um and then uh that's my moment
0: Flick the Bean, I'd heard. uh, Find the Man in the Canoe. That was a new one for me. Yeah. Um, My mode of the week was when Sam and Cricket go back to meet up with everybody else. And Sam attacks Kate. And Sam says, like, woman hurt brother. And also my friends. And I was like, oh, no. Did Cricket, my favorite character, have sex with a fucking child? Like, this person is... Is this person dumb? I I don't know what the legal definition of dumb is, but I think Sam might be it. He sees puppets. Mm -hmm. Did Sam fuck a child?
1: Yeah, like a a mentally impaired, like severely, you know. Yeah. uh, And I, I don't know. Did we get a clear picture of Sam before he started getting his brain fucked by? I didn't. I don't remember. I like. Is this always a part of him, or is this also like contributed to seeing puppets?
0: See, Sam fucked his brains out, but I think that Vot va- fucked his brains in, and I don't know if that amount of brains fucked in and out is good just, for your brains.
1: Yeah, probably not. It's
0: like uh, pouring beakers of one thing into another. Eventually, I,
1: there's some spill and some splash, and things <laughs> right, just don't I, quite equal up.
0: <laughs> I don't think Sam is in a good place. Uh, I guess I am ultimately more positive on Gen V, but not positive at all. Gen V is on... Are you going to pay more attention when your husband turns it on next week or going to go right back to essay grading?
1: I'll keep the essays nearby. I'll I'll have a plan of, you know, if it starts to lose, I'll have that that moment. Um, But I. I want to be positive. I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure. I want to be positive that they're somehow going to surprise us.
0: Jeffy drops on Amazon on Fridays. Uh, Before we move on, Mac, you have been chewing my ear off. My G D E, goddamn ear, Off about this website that you have thought of. Please yes. tell the listeners about this website.
1: It's uh fake synthetic heads of your friends, um. So it's 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 uh, headless friends. And you keep uh, saying fake.
0: They're not real. Yeah, They're not totally the real fake. heads. Right.
1: Totally fake. So I really want a fake synthetic. You can just order them. You send a picture, a three D, you know, all around little image of your friends, and uh, we create. Very authentic, even smelly, fake heads of your friends. <laughs> Just for funsies.
0: Now, all of them smell the same unless it's Mike Gravano, and then those come stinky?
1: Yes, yeah. So it will if you want them to have a death-like odor, we put them in what we call the Mike Gravano room. Which is just a few we, we've limited it to two. We initially thought we needed a whole room of mic heads. Um, then we realized that the smell was overpowering. Right. So now it's just two heads in a about six hundred square foot room and that's enough to just cast an odor on anything nearby. So if you want that odor, you have to pay a little extra, sits in a room for a few days with a mic head, and then it uh it gets shipped out to you.
0: We had a herd of oxen come mm-hmm. into that room. Uh everyone in the herd farted and then exploded yes and then rotted just to see if we could change the smell of that room it did not change the smell like the mic smell overpowered supreme yeah yeah that's so
1: crazy it's, it's very that's odd so
0: crazy um when you hold a head like by the hair what are the strands that come down from the neck like what are those little googly spaghetti things the Are googly those...
1: spaghetti things—it's actually just a problem with our making process. We're not—we've we, got some flaws. Uh, okay, I didn't and mean to so, talk
0: shit like that. Yeah,
1: a way to point out the uh, the flaws of our. It's definitely not you know any actual human remains uh-huh. coming out. I don't sure, want sure, anyone sure, to sure, think sure, that sure, it, sure. it kind of you know resembles it. It's actually when we finish off so uh, uh, the head we we can't quite sew the ends together. Otherwise, it, it makes the. Um, the top of the head cone out. We're not sure uh-huh. why, so we have to leave it open, and uh, you you leave a little bit of length because naturally some of those ends are going to fray. You don't want it to fray out the neckline, so you just you let them you let them fall.
0: I got you. And plus, uh, yeah. these are all adjustable for like whatever your needs are. So mm-hmm. you want to leave so a little bit. So shrunken heads, we've right. got
1: that option. Yeah.
0: Or take it to your tailor. You know, if mm-hmm. if you want to like and in, put this in your suit. Yes. I don't know what tailors do. <laughs>
1: they definitely put heads into into fancy clothing
0: and what is this url
1: oh um i i'm going to call it headless friends yeah headless friends dot
0: dot
1: definitely not dead dot gov
0: dot definitely not dead dot gov, <laughs> dot dead dot gov. um mac i have such good news um Because your website is built on WordPress, I am going to recommend CyberSprout, which uh, they offer premium hosting that is specifically built for WordPress. Uh, That allows you to focus on your website while they handle the security, maintenance, backups, and speed optimization. They'll even migrate your website for free. That's CyberSprout, your partner for the digital world. Please look up CyberSprout, go to their website, and tell them PopFilter sent you. When we come back, the rest of the (laughs) show... Now it's time for the poll list where we talk about all of the other shows from this week. First up is Fear the Walking Dead. On this week's episode of Fear the Walking Dead, Strand fights to maintain the peace of his new life after the sudden arrival of an old friend threatens it with ghosts of the past. Taste McKenna, I ask you this. What the fuck is a ghost from the future? Like, aren't all all ghosts from the past? Yeah, wouldn't they be?
1: No, not according to the Christmas Carol.
0: Oh, there's three ghosts.
1: Present, and past, and future.
0: That's true. Um, this guy, Strand, do you know that he's, like, going to be nominated for an Oscar? This this actor from Fear the Walking Dead, Domingo okay, Coleman. I was like,
1: Strand, it's going <laughs> to... I don't even know who Strand is. Who's the actor?
0: Domingo Coleman. Oh, okay. Who, do you watch Euphoria?
1: No, but I know the, like... I've seen clips of Euphoria, Euphoria with Domingo Coleman in. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, he's an incredible actor on a Walking Dead show. It happens sometimes. I don't know what to say.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: I think we should start I, working on a script called Ghost of the Future.
1: Ghost of the Future? I feel like I would... It depends on which way that goes. I might be afraid to work on anything called Ghost of the Future, fearing my own Ghost of the Future.
0: Wait, so you're not scared of horror movies. You're scared of working on horror movies yeah okay
1: isn't like the poltergeist where like you know they're cursed Uh, yeah it's it's the you know
0: i've been working on uh this movie called the exorcist all week prepping for a show Mm -hmm. and uh, there was a curse on that four people died
1: yeah see it's not the watching that becomes the problem it's the making
0: (laughs) fear of the walking dead is on amc on sundays next up is doom patrol on the ninth and tenth episodes of the fourth season of doom patrol it's a mortis day i'm sorry immortimus day which gives Doom Patrol, which means Doom Patrol finally gives us what all shows must eventually give us, a musical episode. Rouge is still the only one that knows that Isabel is a mortis, which means it's up to her to finally formally form and reform the Doom Patrol for the first, last, and only time to save the world. The problem is they'd rather get busy dying than get busy living. Taste Mac, I ask you this, do you think that changes when a whole town turns to talking wherebuts? Like, are you ready to become a superhero when everyone in town is a werebut? Oh, and it talks. The the, the werebuts talk now.
1: The werebuts talk. Yeah, I think if you're not stepping it up in that moment, then then you don't have any superhero in you.
0: That's gotta be the moment, right?
1: Yeah, that's the final like if that doesn't create like a call to action inside of you, nothing will.
0: Do you know what one were says?
1: What does one wear butt say? <laughs> I'm assuming you made a farting sound. It did not come through on my end, which is very disappointing.
0: (laughs) I did. I did. Uh, Do you know why so many of these shows, musical episodes, aren't good? At least the songs aren't good?
1: I'm dying to hear your theory. Okay. Okay.
0: I was so nervous that you thought that that was like an actual question where I wanted you to answer instead of (laughs) me setting myself up Um, because they don't write songs. It's just like, I am singing dialogue and now I'm like, it's just putting, they
1: don't make it like a musical,
0: right? They're not actual, there's no verse and chorus and like, they're not putting a song together. They're just putting music behind actual dialogue. And so there's nothing to follow. There's nothing catchy. There's nothing to listen to or return to. And that's not good. Anybody could no. do that. Anybody could be like, I am podcasting with my Hanna right now.
1: My husband does it through the house. It's not a great thing, to be <laughs> honest.
0: You don't love it? Does he know that? <laughs>
1: Oh, I make fun of him constantly. But then I do it, too, because it's catching. Once somebody around you sings half their actions, you start to do it. And now we are this obnoxious musical household, except he can actually h- hold a tune, and I can't. And it's a brilliant dynamic.
0: What if when he was making lasagna, that making of lasagna had an actual verse, and then the chorus hit. And that chorus was like, making dinner is, and then like that chorus was always the same. Wouldn't that, like, what if he just wrote a song? Just wrote
1: a song while making lasagna?
0: Yeah. Wouldn't that be better than just, like, having notes in the background of his dialogue? Absolutely. You didn't watch, I thought that you were going to watch Doom Patrol after listening to last episode.
1: I had planned on it, and I was very excited. My week did not go according to plan. And so uh, things that I had desired to do have not things that i needed to do even have not been done so um i still plan on watching doom patrol and i'm a little nervous that your take is going to dissuade me from watching absolutely <laughs> no. not um good okay
0: last week um mike came on and gave his hacky take and i know that that's repetitive or redundant like or <laughs> just to see that mike's hacky take like i could just say mike's take and that's fine um but about how, like, uh how Doom Patrol is just, like, always, like, everybody repeats themselves, and it's always about the trauma. Um, But, like, this is where it all comes to a head, where they're like, yes, we keep going over the same trauma, but is it time to get off our asses and do something? And now, I think with two episodes left, that mm-hmm. we're going to see a grand finale. I think that we are going to it great. Unfortunately, it ends at the same time as Loki, so we're probably going to mm-hmm. focus on that instead. Probably,
1: but it is good to know that there's hope for. It's not going to do that thing where it traps itself into a redundant storyline or you know, an anticlimactic, you know, slope downward slope to an end. Right. Um, I don't
0: think it's going to do that. Also, uh, in the musical, we did get to see Brendan Fraser and Matt Bomer, the guys who voice. Uh, robot man we get
1: to see them not masked they are here
0: they're wearing christmas or immortemus sweaters and they are singing and dancing
1: i did so i didn't realize it was uh matt bomer underneath all the bandages the most handsome man in hollywood that's what all i could think was you cast this beautiful (laughs) gorgeous human and you've not utilized the bluest eyes in the hills. Like, you freeze when you see him on screen. And the fact that, like, you don't ever see him on screen. Now you've convinced me. I will be watching these episodes.
0: Because <laughs> Matt Bomer, he's right there.
1: He's right there.
0: Uh, Doop Patrol is on Thursday nights on Mac's. Our final thing we're covering tonight, Mac, is Loki. Uh, Let's discuss Loki. On this week's Loki, do we... Let's, let's just get to this. Taste Mac, I ask you this. Do things make sense now? No. <laughs> we have all of the people back at the TVA, and we have a plan, right? We're going to get the herger to the Habababa yeah. in order to stop the stuff from exploding.
1: Yeah, we're going to like expand it so all of the timelines fit now in this loom.
0: And right before we get out there, we get uh, Victor Timely, mm-hmm. played by one Jonathan Majors, who we should talk about in a second, um, (laughs) to get out there and he becomes Play-Doh noodles immediately. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Were you sad to see that uh, guy who has been accused of a lot of sexual aggression and domestic abuse (laughs) to become Play-Doh noodles uh, that quickly?
1: I I was. I was. I don't know if I was more sad or just like, I should have seen it coming and I didn't somehow they played it up right he jumps in for Loki he suddenly decides he's gonna like step in and I should have seen they're gonna kill him off he's gonna become play-doh noodles I didn't and I think that increased like my level of disappointment of like this reboot of he who remains
0: yeah I I mean this is your chance now Marvel to recast this this actor yeah who is in major's legal trouble i will say wait
1: i'm missing drama i thought you were referencing uh like show drama this actor is like a real gross person oh yeah oh fuck him then no spaghetti noodle hit him out of the show uh
0: he just filed um a motion to have his case thrown out of court which i guess you have to do right you have to yeah i
1: think that's like the, the proper protocol for when you're a shit person
0: hey judge is there any way like you could just like not do this and the judge was like uh no i'm gonna we're gonna have this trial and you know so in like two weeks he goes to trial
1: it's sad there are so many celebrities have just done really gross shit that i can't keep up with
0: i know it's hard
1: (laughs) i am glad that i got to watch it without knowing that in a sense because i think i would have visibly cringed every time he walked on the screen and i would have just like you know you get that like anger rise up in you when you see uh, a real gross person and that didn't happen um but now i'm angry in retrospect and uh yeah it, it it changes the show
0: honestly i don't need i might have brought this up on the like talking about the season of loki but his performance is annoying to me and he's always been an actor that like I thought was good, but his performance, like his stuttering performance that he comments on because miss minutes is like bleeping out and stuttering. Yeah. And Victor timely is like, that's not funny. Don't make fun of me because he's also a stutter. Um, is it it kind of sucks. Like it's kind of like forced. And I think that that might be because I know that he's a piece of shit or allegedly a piece of shit, but yeah, uh, I don't know.
1: No, you're more critical. I will say during the like his little uh, the Chicago World's Fair, the like that I do remember like actively trying to like skip ahead. Mm-hmm. Like I was bored during his his because it seemed like the stutter was put on for performative reasons mm-hmm. in that bit more than an authentic stutter trying to get through this amazing invention. Um, and that wasn't when I knew he was a piece of shit. So I do think it's just a bad performance. I think it's just. Yeah.
0: Well, here's the good news. I had read accidentally before I watched this episode, I saw a headline that said, it sucks that this character, this season two new character died. And so the whole time I was worried about uh, Ouroboros and Mm -hmm. X5, as fucking terrible as he was in this episode, uh, dying because I like those guys. And it turns out to be Victor Timely. And I was like, fuck yeah. Get the fuck out of here.
1: That was a misleading headline, though, because we got him last
0: season, but not Victor Timely. We got oh, he who okay, remains. We got the, we got the character, right. Um Other than that, I don't know. What do you think? You d- this was as confusing as the rest of the season. Do you think?
1: I think. You know what I think was more confusing is I I don't think this I think this is where we actually kind of found out things and so we got like we got characters back right, all in the same location. So that clarified some information. The only part I found confusing was because they kind of hinted at Loki time slipping in the recap of like what happened before. And then all of a sudden it did not connect that he had time slipped to this future explosion of the TVA. And that's where he's running through when the phone rings. Yeah. That part, I just, I was not grounded. And so it made just the plot seem... I don't know.
0: Yeah, we got two Lose. big we got two big answers to questions from the first couple of episodes. Uh who made uh the Loki disappear when Sylvie opened yeah. the elevator? That was Loki. Um who was calling on that phone? It was Ouroboros just to Ouroboros. have a very basic conversation like, yo, what <laughs> up? Should we turn the <laughs> power off? Which absolutely they should because that means that they could use magic and powers. Yeah. Uh, superpowers are good. Um, I don't know. I thought that th- I could follow this, I think a little uh, better than any other episode so far this season. Um, and I don't know where they go from here. I just, I think that this felt like the least amount of doggy paddling. That's what I liked about this episode is that the first three episodes were like, come on with it. Please move forward.
1: I think that's maybe what confused me is that it- this one had a hit the ground running pace and my mind wasn't ready for the hit the ground running because the Mm -hmm. rest of the episodes were slower. And I think I was stuck in that. Like we can just tread through this and give you the pieces slowly. And maybe it, it was my viewing setting because you're right. It was, it was going at a better pace. I was not prepared for that pace.
0: The other thing that was so weird is that uh Victor timely reacts to hot cocoa in the exact same way that you do. Like every time I bring yeah. hot cocoa around you, you're like what the fuck is I, that? I
1: I'm amazed, but how? Like it's chocolate
0: it, m- No, we it can't, can't. It's just like, like it's that. just fucking it's just a cup of like liquid chocolate, bro. Like what?
1: But it's powder sometimes. Okay. And then it becomes like
0: it It's not a big deal, Mac. I don't understand. Okay amazing i'm gonna send you the same powerpoint i have sent you 17 times now i'm gonna i'm gonna email you again so it's at the top of your email inbox Mm -hmm. about how hot chocolate works okay okay fucking read it this time it's not that impressive uh moment of the week oh shit um do you want me to go first
1: you go first i forgot to write one for this
0: mine is uh sylvie Who has been Mm -hmm. completely underwritten this uh, entire season? Being like, I'm so sorry. Pie? You are going to go have pie. I know that you and fuck you, Mobius and fucking Loki, Lomo, have to go have their moments, their Lomo mo's, but it's going to be over pie. And by the way, I heard you fuckers last week talking about what a Ryan joke is and how. I will say things like "low, Momo." That it wasn't funny. And nobody enjoyed it. No, uh, we got thousands of handwritten letters sent. Um, but it was Sylvie being like, uh, nobody fucking wants pie. Maybe we should talk about the end of the world. Um, I think that Loki and Sylvie's moment about finally arguing at each mm-hmm. other about wh- how they're different, Lokis, is something that we needed from Sylvie five episodes ago. And it finally happened here. That's my moment of the week.
1: I, I, I think that's a brilliant moment because I think it gave so much necessary insight to why Sylvie just didn't team up and immediately start fighting for good, and understanding like Loki's growth as well. Um, I'm gonna go with just uh, lo- uh oh gosh, and I just had it, and I'm, uh, Loki referencing um Thor mm-hmm. in that same moment that that insight. I kind of forgot that. I I've, This show makes me forget the movies. Right. In a good way and in a bad way. Because <laughs> it makes me forget the good movies. Um, I, I love the subtle connection of the humanizing Loki through Thor, even though Thor is not in this show whatsoever. Um, and still kind of showing that they're, they are connected, even though this is a variant Loki who never had the growth we saw in the Avengers plotline, but is achieving it in the, in the separate timeline that he's gone on.
0: But the Thor reference in this episode was so much more organic than the avengers first movie reference of like oopsies i sort of almost ruined new york (laughs) of like a couple episodes ago yeah i totally agree um yeah like they're doing that and, and they're constantly saying like uh characters can change uh people can change in trying to explain loki's arc but that thor moment just that felt like a natural conversation that would happen
1: it felt like a, a moment that if off screen Loki had been remembering moments with his brother and being like, oh, I wish I had said these things to him when I had the opportunity or I'd been this person remembering, wow, this is the moment that changed him and made him this not arrogant, good leader. I I understand his perspective now. I understand his appreciation for having hope and for wanting to do good. Um, It felt like all that had occurred off screen or like actually occurred for this character and led to this development.
0: Which is funny, because in the back half of the MCU, uh, Thor has become more two-dimensional. So yeah. I can't wait for the two of them to meet again. And for and Loki I have this to be flat
1: like, just making jokes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, Loki's like, you fucking moron. Like, what is wrong with you? You're a Sam from Gen V. What if Loki straight up looked at Thor and said, you are Sam from Gen V? That'd fuck me up.
1: Biggest insult.
0: <laughs> and then he's just a puppet. Uh, It just
1: turns into a puppet.
0: That's our show. Mac, we're going to do Spider-Man next week. We're going to do Shushies next week. But other Mm -hmm. than that, this was supposed to be a Shush Junior. And unfortunately, we had so much fun, we made it way too long.
1: It sounds about right. Uh, Truly shows who, like, strength of the show is, I feel like, you know?
0: Well, I mean, it's so much easier when you're alive and not headless. Like those props over there.
1: You could make, yeah, the not not being head separated from body mm-hmm. helps your your ability to communicate and effectively take part in the show
0: uh before we go mac uh can you tell the people about websites and if you can't i will but i want you to try
1: it's popfilter.co
0: it is weirdly enough
1: it is popfilter.co and you can find all you need to know about this show and others uh on there uh if you want to, what are the other sites?
0: popfilter.co slash Amazon. That's you your wanna, new Amazon you know, help, bookmark.
1: Yeah, help us. If Every time you go to make an Amazon purchase, don't do it on a regular old browser. popfilter.co slash Amazon is where you're going to want to purchase anything. Um, and it gives us a little, little boost.
0: If you want another show that sounds like this but way different, um, make sure that you subscribe, like, and follow. Movie of the Listen Year. To? Right now, we're in 1973, and we're about to do The Exorcist, you Halloweeners, so that's going to be fucking scary. I uh, asked Shushi Caitlin to be on The Exorcist show, and she said, fuck no and fuck you. <laughs> that did not go well.
1: I, Bold of you to ask. Caitlin
0: is about to have a daughter. I thought this would be perfect training for what it's like to have a daughter, and she said no.
1: Ask again before the teenage years.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, you, I mean... We were all like that before we became adults. Like, when we were teenagers, our heads spun around. Pea soup would come out. Uh, Social media, Mac?
1: That is your pop filter on Instagram and something blue sky.
0: Yeah. Uh, We (laughs) are at something at blue sky, at mastodon, at playboy.com. Mm-hmm where you can see pictures of all of our male nipples. Um, do you know what's next week? Oh, and uh, contact at Co. I don't think that's the email, but we will <laughs> hear from Mike next week because we got that wrong. Uh, Next week, Mac, we're doing Lego Marvel Avengers Code Red.
1: Is that your, your main event? Yeah. Damn! I know. And next week I may be headless.
0: Yeah, you're gonna get murdered. You're not gonna be here. Are you bummed?
1: I'm uh, very bummed right now.
0: How do four three adults talk about a Lego Marvel Avengers Disney Plus special called Code Red?
1: I think it's question. Caitlin possibly won't be on the show, right? Uh huh. There's a, there's a good chance. I think the vibe changes without Caitlin as one of the adults.
0: Uh, Mac, question: um, How many times does somebody say Lego Marvel Avengers Code Red? Why not Lego Marvel Avengers a Baja Blast?
1: <laughs> uh, that should be the first like question they have as like a marketing. Do we get a drink special with this release of the
0: Code Red? Mountain Dew. I know you're listening. Send us coupons. No coupons. Uh, coupons denotes like. We're saving money. We want free shit. Yes. Send us the actual Code Red and Baja Blast, and we will drink them on the show.
1: Mm-hmm. While we talk about Code Red. Also, I want like some like you know years ago like a McDonald's or Burger King would partner with the show mm. and they'd be like get your free Baja Blast with. I want one of those to do it, and then we get free fast food as well.
0: Also, I think that's needs to be McDonald's. Pull your fucking head out of your ass and have little Happy Meal toys of me and McKenna with each happy meal sold we want to be the toys yes. what does your toy do
1: my toy um honestly just launches and decapitates his own head
0: <laughs> for once for once your own for head once. is coming off
1: <laughs> you press a little button in the back and <laughs> head pops off
0: and my toy uh, obviously it's when mckenna's head lands back on her own body it chops off my head
1: mm-hmm.
0: for mac i am ryan thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week, and of course, keep watching those. Wait, nuff said. Keep watching those nuff said. Goodbye.